Hi everybody, welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 90. I am your host and my co-host and teenage son is here and we've taken this show on the road. Correct, my son? First time ever. First time ever in a, well I was going to say different location, but that's not true. We did the kitchen table for the COVID episode. Well and... First time out of the house. Sec- I think first episode, like not, like first episode was not in the... In the studio in the yet. studio, so... You're right. But Maybe. first time not in our house, for sure. Yeah. So we are in beautiful St. Catharines, Ontario. We are in the Holiday Inn Express. Um, we're here for my younger son's provincial basketball tournament that is happening this weekend. So they are out for a team dinner, and I am a stubborn man, so I'm determined to put out some content for my loyal listeners every Saturday, because Saturday is the day that we do things. And I so tagged along to buy stuff. You did tag along to buy stuff, and you did buy stuff. That I could bought come up many in, stuff. That could, we can talk about that. So we, um, yeah, we're basically holed up in the hotel while they're out at dinner. We're going to knock off. I think there might be a little bit different from what we normally do. We're probably going to talk about the pay-per-views from the weekend to go. And then we probably will get home tomorrow and release a second half of this where we'll talk about AEW Dynamite and NXT and hit the figuring it out section. So I think tonight we're going to talk about the news and rumors and then we'll get into in order, right? I watched Supercard of Honor, you did not. So I'll talk about that. I'll talk about Stand and Deliver, which you did not watch. and then I we'll... watched the opener. Oh, you did. That's right. And then we'll hit WrestleMania both nights, which we both watched. Unfortunately. Um, unfortunately. So if that gives you an idea. Yeah, if you're a main roster uh, supporter and you get angry when people don't like main roster, you might want to tune out now. We've already got your download, so because um, we're not the most positive main roster people, right? So, uh, never. Right. So, but yeah, that's what it's going to look like. So we're going to talk about probably four pay per views technically, if you count WrestleMania as two yeah. nights, uh, right? I guess like four nights of pay per views, if you want to put that's it that like technically. That is more correct. And then we'll come back at you tomorrow when we get home. We got about a two hour drive. I think your brother's going to be playing early in the morning, unfortunately. Well, that's fun. Right. And we have to get up early, but at least we'll be home early too. Get yeah. home to the cat earlier. Mm-hmm. She's lonely. Oh, I forgot. Forgot about the cat. I kind of did. How dare you? Yeah. So um, you... Went out in some figure hunts and were successful. So tell us what you got. Uh, all right, yeah. So I'll go over it. Um, cause so we went to like the first place we went was like this place called um. Oh right. Uh, Bounty Hunter Toys. So, so shout it was out to on them. the way. They're, they're pretty cool. My wife, being the lovely woman she their is, Instagram is BH Toys. Always supporting my son and their hobbies. Found a collector's store. It was pretty impressive. It hey, was buddy. really cool. Like there's literally, you. I walked in the door. Wrestling stuff to my right. Yeah. And as as I drop it, the first thing I see to my right is the exact Darby Allen I've been after. Right. So I got a AEW Unmatched Series 1 Darby Allen with a body paint. I think it's from Full Gear when you beat Cody for the TNT title, so that's cool. I like it because it's got the body paint. And so I've been after that for a while because I just got the Kenny Omega like a week or so ago. Mm-hmm. So got those two figures that I've been after for a while. And then I got uh, Fan Takeover Elite Adam Cole, which is good because I had the Adam Cole from the Epic Moments 3-pack, right. but the ankle, ankle is was loose. messed up. And it pisses me off. It does. So now I have a not useless Adam Cole, which is pretty right. cool. And the store was impressive. It had. It was really nice. Yeah, it they was had some, all like, retro toys and then Star Wars stuff too. But like, I was really, I really liked the wrestling section because like, so there was like the wall to my right. Like when you walk in the door, there's the wall on the right. Right there's some the AEW figures. There's some cool stuff. There's a bunch of unrivaled. Only a couple of unmatched figures. There was the Darby I got. There was a Britt Baker. They had the ringside exclusive TNT Cody 
Right. Um. Then up above, I remember seeing a WrestleMania 34 battle pack, Sting and Triple H. Then like, there's like the counter, like across from that, there was like some battle packs underneath, so that was cool. And there's the one wall with like a bunch of like different like elites and basics. And then below, there's like a bunch of bins of loose figures, which is really cool. I remember seeing like yeah. a bone crunching action Bret Hart, which would have been like 96, I think, which is really cool. And there's kind of like this diagonal wall with a bunch of like recent ish elites, like Elite 88, Kushida, I saw, or like Matt Riddle, or like I think Cross, Bray Wyatt, uh, Top Picks Fiend, stuff like that. So like recent ish elites. And then also in a bin, I saw a custom elite Cody I saw, which I think looked from like New Japan or something. Right. So that that was really cool. And then there's like some elites on like a top shelf and you can only see the sides. And that's where I got Adam Cole. Like there's a bunch of cool stuff. The wrestling section I really liked. And then there was some other stuff. There's like really old Star Wars stuff. There was some cool Marvel stuff. Like there's a, a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. And me being a man in my yeah 40s. you saw like uh some old gi joe stuff some of you had. my toys right. right i saw some gi joes i had yeah. some um transformers i had some star wars figures i had yep. so it was really cool mm-hmm. for me to see as well so that was your first stop where else did you and then, manage to um, find things today we went to a there's a toys r us and a walmart walmart didn't really have anything but then we went to toys r us i found some elite 90 for the first time um there's like the white trunks orton from mania last year there was a white gear jay uso from when he faced roman reigns and then I got um, Mustafa Ali and Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed's in like the Bam Bam Bigelow inspired singlet. And that's his only figure in WWE. So yeah, that was a good find. That'll I be think. his only figure. And then I also got a Retribution version of Mustafa Ali. So that's cool. They also had Reckoning. Uh, not, I, which is less cool. I'm not. I think we can all agree I shouldn't have picked that up. And I didn't. Nope. They also Save had Big Boss Man. Uh, and then I went to Chapters and... There's this cool Marvel encyclopedia, but then immediately below that, I saw like the Star Wars comics, and then I saw uh, Darth Maul, and it was Son of Dathomir, which is uh, a cool Darth Maul comic, because right. he's my boy, and um, I've watched like a video on it before, so I, I've, I've seen it before, like I know how it goes, but uh, it was really cool, so I got that, because um, he's my favorite, so that's really cool, and then... And you're a spoiled I boy. that's it. Oh, um, also yesterday, there's this outdoor mall I got couple shirts from hot topic i got one which is gorillas and then gorillas the band one from the batman right from the batman so yeah very productive weekend for you because you didn't have basketball so that was your perk was getting a couple things while you were here quote unquote supporting your brother even though you only went to one of his three games so far and didn't pay attention but that's okay and he has one more tomorrow so we'll see how that goes they did put a scare into the number one seed they didn't beat them but they played an amazing game best game of the season they played um, I at least remember the score being close it was close and and to be honest that team is a fantastic team they're what like 10 or less off yes yep they ended up losing by uh might have been 10 i think yeah so a very good performance nate played awesome that's my son's name sorry i don't know if i've mentioned that before but yeah so a pretty busy week um, my voice is holding out although i've been yelling and screaming coaching their games but i think i'll get through this so I don't know. That's some pretty good bantering. I figure we should get into talking. Yeah, about I was some... just thinking in my head like it's probably longer than usual. Yeah, we're up pushing eight minutes of banter. So that's wow. not bad. Yeah, that is longer. But let's stop the banter and get into talking some wrestling. And we'll start out with the, some of the wrestling news and rumors from this week. All right, so starting out, taking a look at some ratings. Tuesday's live post stand and deliver edition of NXT 2.0 drew 631,000 viewers, which is up 0.8%. This is the week of um, basically same ratings as last week for everybody. So up 0.8%, which is obviously minuscule, earned a 0.14 in the key demographic, which is the same as last week. So 
holding steady in their ratings is NXT. And that is very much the case for AEW as well. Their Wednesday's live edition of AEW drew 989,000, so up 1.02. So again, almost exactly the same. And the demographic was a 0.38, which was in fact exactly the same as last week. So I think in 90 weeks now of doing this show, that is the only time that both have been basically exactly the same as the week before so that's a little a mm-hmm. little interesting fun fact not like ratings but as far as like i just kind of like observed yeah uh, ron smackdown after mania pretty lame yeah we were going to actually watch it because it's the only raw that we still kind of watch then and then i we gave didn't. up we just decided we'd check out highlights or whatever or get well the- we will be including news nuggets from we said will. shows because there's a few while some are bad, some are interesting, and there's others too. Speaking of which, so I, I started pulling some news items earlier in the week. So it started out as a WWE is report, reportedly considering, and now it is absolutely confirmed because we saw it. So the news was that they are moving Imperium, at least two-thirds of Imperium, up to the and main who roster. are they moving up? So they are moving up Walter and... Ludwig Kaiser. So yes. Kaiser. Um, Marcel Bartel for some reason because I assume they gave him the name Marcel yeah, Bartel. Yeah, there's right? no way. No, because I actually just saw a thing like his indie name was like Axel something Junior. Right. Like it's or it's like I don't know something like that. But like the point is, I think you're right. And is they don't that they gave him Marcel Bartel. Right, and they, because they don't like people using their own names, especially when he got to WWE, he wasn't a known person, so they would have almost guaranteed given him a name. But anyways, they decided to change it. Um, and it's stupid. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone named Ludwig ever. Right. And, well, I other mean, than Harry Potter's It's probably owl. a common name elsewhere, maybe Germany or something. But, anyways, he. So, yes, when I get to talking about NXT tomorrow, probably, um, there was kind of, a, for me, it felt like a very sudden Eichner splitting from the group, which yep. I guess was and telegraphed. Him and Walter. I will not call him that. I still call him Walter I, as well. Yep. Exactly. I feel like you. I'm stubborn like you on that one. That one's really stupid. Like I'm never, I'm always gonna call him Pete Dunn too. I will never refer to him right, as Butch. Right. Like it's just stupid. But anyways, him and Walter, they were all red, which is probably like, that still kind of disgusted me. But it was probably the least offensive change because like that's just like yeah, ring color. But and their the ring thing, music is different. too. The ring music is different. Or I don't know why. Music. Um, but so me their either. music is different too, which sucks. Cause I I think Walter's theme was awesome. It was perfect. Um, and I thought the jacket for Walter looked off. Like it looked like a big red like trench coat. And Almost. I'm hoping because when it's going to come up in Stand and Deliver and when I review NXT, sort of the mystique of Walter has already been killed. So I'm really hopeful that they can. I highly doubt it, though, right? Because WWE just won't book somebody as strong as Walter should be booked because he should just be an absolute powerhouse. Reigns, but even then. Right. Uh, no, I think it's pretty similar. Right. So, um, yeah, that was my first nugget there. And I don't know. I'm a huge Fabian Eichner supporter um, in ring, maybe not so much character work and mic work. I don't think he's terrible, but uh, I think that guy is fantastic. So I really hope that that means he's going to get a singles push in NXT or something. It's hard to believe because he is kind of a veteran at this point, right? And they hate veterans in NXT. He's been around since at least the Cruiserweight Classic, right? right? Where he dropped a bunch of weight to make the 205 limit, if I remember correctly, because he is an incredible combination of speed and power, right? Like he's and technical ability too. He's fantastic. So he's like Roddy. If he could talk, he'd be set. Total package. Yeah. Uh, what do you have for us? Um, I know this will go um, 
will dovetail into one of my news. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Um, so WWE has released Nash Carter of MSK, former now former NXT Tag Team Champion. Yes. Um, due to following abuse allegations in Adolf Hitler imitation, because so I think what his like wife or ex-wife or whatever the situation Kimberly. is, Kimberly, yep. put out some photos of like her lip was bust after he yes. like he hit her or something and then there's something going around like that's not real or something i don't know there's all kinds of speculation on it so right? like but- maybe that's not real but anyways that's like that's something bad and then she also posted a picture of like he had shaved his mustache down like a while ago to look like hitler Right, and, and then he's doing picture. imitating a Nazi salute. So that's what they released him for. That seems to be that was the straw that broke the camel's like, back, as they say. I feel like, well, I mean, I've because I guess like true or not, like there is some like Based- fog around the yeah. abuse allegations because like is it real? Isn't it? But like the I mean, the I Hitler to, imitation is right. I tend to default to believing the abuser because I don't like to think people would lie about that. But again, obviously, we don't know for sure. But right. we talked about it sort of. Um, off air that basically he is not a big enough star for them to fight through this right they're basically like you're a tag team guy we don't care about tag teams you don't look like you have a small guy at that you don't have a singles career ahead of you you are causing some issues we just don't care at this point it's not it's not worth it the juice i definitely feel bad for wesley because i think he's pretty good too and now he's kind of left in the water it's not even like there's a cruiserweight toe because as dead in the water as that division is if it were still here it would have been something for him to do i think right Right. so now he's kind of like i don't know what he's gonna do yeah he is very talented um again not great speaking so i don't know he needs a mouthpiece or something but my idea was i feel like that's hard to maneuver with baby my idea was move him up and tag team with uh ricochet just because that That would would be like effort but then they would just be jobbers to the stars fastest high flying as tag team in a long time right but anyways yeah so mine related to that is that the wwe nxt tag team titles held by msk have been relinquished obviously due to oddly on the instagram post they didn't mention why i want to know right i'm kind of waiting for an answer so the tag team's titles have been vacated and the we will get new champions crowned on this tuesday's nxt 2.0 episode i really hope that they redesign the titles and add a bunch of unnecessary and childlike colors to it why have they done that or just in general with nxt they literally did that with both titles already. They, because right. on the stand and deliver, they gave the NXT women's title a white strap, like all the other women's titles, <laughs> and then like in like the there's like kind of like grill like bits of like the titles instead of like gold or silver. It's now there's like various colors to match the aesthetic of NXT. So obviously now it kind of looks gross. Right. It's just like a bunch of weird, unnecessary like neon like and bright colors that don't belong on a championship. Right. And like I know it's kind of weird, but the white strap on the NXT women's title I don't like because I like that there was like. All the main roster women's titles are white strap, and the NXT one had a black strap. Like, it was just, like, it was the only women's title with a black strap. I thought that was just kind of, like, that's kind of a neat distinction, yeah. you know? And so that's bad. And then on NXT, when Braun Breaker defended against Walter, um, now his title has the ugly colored highlights as well. And it feels like, to me, these titles are earmarked for the creeds at this point, as right. somebody watching the show every week. But And related to that thing, I just said, after... Ziggler retained on Stand and Deliver for some Spoiler. reason. Uh, Braun Breaker won the title on Raw. Right. So that was something on Raw that they did for some reason. Right. Um, do you have any other news? I only have one more. Uh, I think I might. Yeah. Yes, Hit I me. do. Hit me. Um, you want me to go again? Yeah. All right. 
So <laughs> kind of like your Imperium computer, thing. Put your computer on your lap so you're not turning away from the um, microphone. Kind of like the thing you said with Imperium. Is, so I saw a report that Lacey Evans will be returning to TV soon. Right. She returned on SmackDown last I night. I saw a thing and I completely forgot. And she's she, wearing camo. She had another name briefly, I think, in NXT. I don't I remember. forget what it was. I remember doing like the whole lady shtick. Right. And she was Lacey Evans. Yes. So I don't remember anything else. She was something so, before that. I, I, I have no idea. I, she came in to me on Classic. I'm almost positive she did. I think so. Remember her finisher was just like a right hand. Right. Yeah. It's, I forget what it was called. Women's yeah. right. Oh, that's right. It was. Or women's right. Um. So... I, at times, I check in with MLW. I try to watch it every now and then. So I've got a bit of news from their world. They basically, you, you told me about this. They fired the entire LA Park family. So there was LA Park, um, El Hijo de LA Park, and then one other. I don't know. La Park Jr. Maybe. I don't Could know. Could be. Uh, I don't know. But anyways, basically. They're Lost Parks. At some show, they went off script and ruined a post-match angle. When it they, was a taping, you said, right? So it probably won't air. Yeah, so they started hitting... Smart on them for taping, I guess, right? It was Jacob Jacob Fatu and Hammerstone, who is the champion right now, I believe, still. Yeah, um, They started so. hitting them for real, so hitting some real strikes, including like reckless, legitimate chair shots that busted open both Fatu and Hammerstone. So um, I think Court Bauer, it was, who's running that show, pretty much... Um, immediately sent them home and then they have since been released because obviously that's incredibly dangerous um, especially the chair shots to the head right like and especially if the other people aren't expecting it it's one thing to like know that it's coming and brace yourself or whatever but when you're not that trust has to be there between wrestlers like so they that whole group has been released from mlw mm-hmm. and that is it for me i don't know what else you have um Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown title, and I quit match at WrestleMania Backlash too. Amazing, Cause electric boo. Because as we'll talk about, the first one at Mania there was such a banger. It was so good. It was just I loved it. It was match of the year candidate. So although I did see a match of the year candidate, I am not talking about that one. That I was being sarcastic there, but I did see a match of the year candidate. I didn't even say you saw too. Really, I'm at a- Dynamite. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I might put that on the short list mm-hmm. too. Oh. Um and finally Raquel Gonzalez is right. Um debut on SmackDown renamed Raquel Rodriguez, which I think because get more stereotypical, why don't you? I'm pretty sure I'm a prophet though because I think I've called her that by accident multiple times on our podcast. If, if maybe it's that superstar. If I were to go back through it, yeah, exactly. I <laughs> I'm positive. I know you at least did once. Right. I don't know if it was a lot, but I, I think know I've you at least a, have once. I think I've done it a right. handful of times. And so it kind I'm of explains prophet, things. People. So I'll. I'm going more into spoiler territory here, but so at Stand and Deliver, they won the titles on the kickoff, which we already covered on last. And I'm not covering the kickoff, so episode. And then um, on NXT 2.0, they lost the titles back to Toxic Attraction. Right. And so to recap, last year after winning <laughs> the Dusty, the first one was Dusty Cup. They there was some scurry finish in the match with Baszler and Nia Jax. Yep. Because they were a team. And they were the t- the champs. Anyway, so then the NXT Women's Tag Titles were introduced. They were awarded the titles. They lost the titles that same night to Shotzi Blackheart right? Um, and Ember Moon. And then, so now they won the titles for their second reign and lost them three days later. Mm-hmm. So it's clocking in at like three and a quarter days they did a combined lot of, over two reigns. They did a lot to undo stand and deliver results pretty yeah. quickly. And so now Raquel is uh, Rodriguez and she's... On the main roster, so she's gonna do stuff. Awesome, and that wraps up news, yeah. I believe so. I believe so too. So then we're gonna transition into talking about four nights of pay per views in 
Ooh. I don't know what we should call this segment. Pay-per-view stuff. Pay-per-view stuff and things coming your way. So I'm going to start by talking about what turned out to be my favorite pay-per-view that I watched this weekend that you did not watch with me. What a low bar that is. That is Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor, which is now obviously an AEW product as well. So we get some crossover here. I'm not going to go into super detail about anything. I did watch everything, not pre-show if they had a pre-show. I'm not even sure. But I watched the entire card. And the opener was a very fun match between Swerve Strickland and Alex Zane formerly of the indies and formerly of what was his name in wwe ari sterling that's right um, five live so i've seen him a bunch he's a he's got a lot of cool offense that he names everything after taco bell so that's kind of funny um but anyways this was a very entertaining opener just two really quick high-flying guys um, veterans as well so basically there was a nice reverse run i think i showed you this did i the reverse Rana from the apron to I the think floor. Did, yeah. I did, It looked incredible. I definitely was not expecting it. Uh, Zane also hit, again, one of his Taco Bell moves, the Crunch Wrap Supreme, that basically has him doing a backflip off the top, landing on his opponent's back with both knees. That looks cool. Um, but anyways, Swerve picked up the win in what I would call a quintessential hot opener between very, two very talented performers. With that, I think it was the... Is it the JML driver that he hits? Is that a Swerve move? Yes. Yeah, right. I think yep. that's what he hit. I'm, I'm going back way too far for my terrible memory. but No, I remember the name. I, don't, I know what it looks like. I don't know what like, the technical I think that's what he hit to called. It. But a great start to this show, I thought. Then um, we had Tully, who was sort of teasing a surprise arrival wrestler that he's going to manage. And it turns out that it is Brian Cage. Back with the Mohawks. Right. Harking uh, him back yes, to... You're right. you're, you something like lucha underground very much so at least and it's i, I like the idea because good totally, use for him because what's what, what's he been doing and I don't totally remember. can talk and cage cannot right so <laughs> cage just needs to stand there and look like the action figure that he does and not say anything ever and wrestle yeah he's it awesome really in the sucks ring. to make it an aw because he's he's great so he destroyed an indie guy that i've never seen or heard of i think they said that they gave the fans a vote and that they voted ninja mask ninja um, mac Ninja Mac, sorry, mask is in my notes. <laughs> ninja Mask would be a funny name. Um, that's he did just have awful. a Ninja Mask. I mean, technically, that's true. So technically, you're right. Basically, Cage squashed him. I got to see a drill claw. Damn, that move is amazing. I miss a good drill claw. It, it it was fun to see. So he this was pretty much a squash. I think Ninja Mac got in one little flurry, maybe. But Cage, it was just for him to look impressive, and he did. So I mean, neither here nor there in terms of the overall pay per view because it was really quick, but. A little squash match for Cage on this card. Then we got um, a match that I really enjoyed. Jay Lethal and Lee Moriarty. I thought this was an excellent match. So basically the idea was that Moriarty had scouted everything that Lethal's going to do. And he kept having counters for all of Lethal's signature moves, which I thought was awesome. And then um, Lethal, who at the time is a babyface, eventually had to hit a low blow to Moriarty because he just couldn't do anything else, right? But Moriarty was sort of one step ahead. Right. And you can even see Lethal's not happy with himself for doing it. A little bit of shame that he had to stoop to that level. But he does pick up the win with the Lethal Injection. I th Just a great match and a really cool story being told. That the veteran is having trouble with this kid who just has a counter for everything. So he has to stoop to cheating. So I really enjoyed this match. It was one of the, things, one of the matches that made this my favorite pay-per-view of the weekend. Uh, we then had the... Interesting, right? Because it was the women's interim championship because Deanna Perrazzo had already committed to something else. 
for WrestleMania weekend, I think. So they had an interim title like this I, seems dumber it, than the Cody interim. It does seem strange. Like just I'm just do a normal contenders match. Exactly. I'm not. I, maybe they wanted all the belts on the line at that pay per view. I'm not sure what the reason was. But anyways, it was Marte- Mercedes Martinez. She defeated Willow Nightingale. I thought it was a good match. Um, I really like Mercedes a lot, and I am. Um, Willow's growing on me. She's different, right? Her thing is that she's this very positive, always upbeat. Um, and then she's a larger woman, so she's got some cool offense as well. A physical match. There was a couple of sloppy parts. I think it was early on, but overall, I enjoyed it. Um, both really talented women, and I think Willow just provides something different with her size and like this whole she's super positive and always upbeat character. It's kind of interesting. So I think that she's someone that they can use going forward, and I'm happy that Mercedes Martinez. Like this match didn't blow me away, but it was a solid physical match on this card. Uh, then we move into just, I mean, I haven't gotten you to watch it yet, but I'm going to probably force you to watch it because I think this is my, right now it's my front runner for match of the year. And I'm not a big fan of the Briscoes just in terms of the people they are, although I hear people trying to say, oh, they're great guys. Don't judge them on their tweet tweets from however many years ago. But for me, I can find people that haven't made racist and homophobic tweets to cheer right. for, you know what I mean, ever. So anyways, um, it was FTR defeating the Briscoes. Absolutely amazing match. If you haven't seen it, you should really go out of your way to watch it. I've already literally made a document that I've shared with you to put on a short list because my memory is terrible. So I wanted right. to make a note of this right away. The crowd was insane for this one throughout. Even right from the beginning, just the stare down got a this is awesome chant because you really felt that these two teams hated each other and that this is like they each think they're the best tag teams in the world and that this was going to settle it sort of say it's like circa FTR box like same idea like yes they're they're both the best they're not the same and the atmosphere is just incredible right the anticipation for it because these guys I don't think they've faced before right so this is kind of it doesn't feel like a bit of a dream kind of match where it'd be like oh these guys have history like they would have brought it up I feel like I I feel like I would have heard if they had already faced off so it definitely sounds and like I don't a think so because FTR has been they were formed in WWE right and obviously they're not going anywhere once they're there and then they've I, I don't think since getting to AEW right. they haven't so, so yeah it is that, that's yeah. good logic so this match had absolutely everything the technical wrestling brawling we had blood strikes submissions everything uh just a couple things there was a suplex from the apron to the floor basically like a superplex from the apron that looked amazing uh, and just a lot of fantastic moves and combinations by these teams. After the match, there was a show of respect uh, between the two that was kind of cool to see after the war these two had. So you did have FTR winning, I believe it was, with the big rig or the sorry, the, sh- the smash contraption, <laughs> as we like to call it. But this was the best match I saw all weekend. And I saw a few, even I'll even give WWE credit. There was a couple matches on uh, night one that I thought were excellent, but this was easily far and away head and shoulders the best match i watched i couldn't recommend it more especially if you're a tag team wrestling fan and you're not getting that from wwe right now um this is the match you need to check out so amazing match we then get minoru suzuki he's fighting for the tv title right and he defeats Rhett titus and now suzuki's defending against uh samoa joe next yeah that should be awesome awesome it does and so this is his first title in north america i think they were saying right so I, that's what i heard yeah so he won with the gotch pile driver this was a very short especially for a pay-per-view um pretty quick match nothing really special. makes sense i mean if, if you're comparing Minoru suzuki to rat titus right yeah that's fair that's i, I don't fair. think it was anything special but also like the crowd's exhausted at this point it's really tough to follow that ftr 
Briscoe's match, right? So this was like, a, I guess, a little bit of a palate cleanser here. Um, so Suzuki wins with the Gotch Piledriver, and he's the TV champion. Then we have the Pure Championships on the line. That is Wheeler Yuta, and he actually defeats Josh Woods to take the title away from Josh Woods. So if you're not a Pure Championship, if you're not up on it, it basically means there's there's several rules. You get one closed fist, then another one, and you're disqualified. You get three rope breaks, and then after that, rope breaks don't count anymore. You're your opponent does not have to break the hold. Um, if it goes the time limit, there's judges there. I forget who it was. It was somewhat relevant people. Uh, anyways, it's, it's somewhat people. relevant people. You could look it up if you want to quickly. But anyways, um, it's kind of cool because this is a different style from the rest, right? This is the pure division. It's more about these two being technicians, which uh, each of these men excel in this style. Woods is a technician, but also just a physical beast, um, incredibly strong. And then Yuta. I mean, in Ring of Honor, he was doing that decoder gimmick, the idea that he has counters for everything. So he's since been embracing violence. He, yeah, he's really growing on me lately. So I agree. I, I think as he's becoming more like Blackpool Combat yes, Club, I'm enjoying him uh, more. Absolutely. Once he's kind of being like fleshed out. Because, be, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Before, he didn't really have much character, right? He's just kind of. He was just like solid. And it Ring felt strange in the in the best friends right from the jump so yeah and i thought like sometimes his offense doesn't really hit for me i think right. he's like a he's technically gifted he is but, um so i i'm enjoying him more too as well and sometimes the pure matches for me get overly technical and i start to get i don't want to say bored but it doesn't it kind of loses some of my interest sometimes but i didn't think this one uh was a victim of that i thought this was really enjoyable and i'm happy for you to because i he is really growing on me and it makes sense because AEW now controls Ring of Honor, right? Owns Ring of Honor. So putting the belt on people that already work for them, although it did then say he is all elite. Like he had, wasn't, remember I said that? How it's like they announced he's all elite now, like he wasn't signed yeah, before? Yeah, I thought those are, it's one of those things where like, they're just like on like a short-term agreement. So when I guess right. and you just assume they're signed. Yeah, because like, he's been I noticed this happened before. Like, I feel like sometimes it's like they like have like a big debut. Like you got like your Danielsons and yeah. Coles and Keith Lee's where they're showing up on signing. Right. And then like you got cases like Yuta. So I think it's just kind of interesting when they I do I feel that. like he's had half a dozen or more matches and been on TV a lot. For like a few months at now least. Now he's signed. But anyways, good like for him. At least since the beginning of the year, if not more. And then the main event, which was another exceptional match that really I, I made this my favorite show. And that was... Um, for the undisputed Ring of Honor World Championship, right? So Bandito, explain the, explain how this went down. You're better at remembering this. Because uh, Bandito had it when so I stopped watching. Bandito beat Rouge for it, right? At insert name of show here. Um, and so he has like the current looking version of the Ring of Honor title. And then something happened with him. I don't know what it was. Right. And then to Gresham at their last paper Maybe before the break. I feel like it might have been COVID. Maybe. I could be wrong. That's one of my ideas, Allegedly. but I don't know. And then Gresham, at the last pay-per-view <laughs> before the they took a break, I want to say it's like Death Before Dishonor. Sure. I will never I remember names of pay-per-views. Uh, Gresham, I think he beat Lethal for the ROH title, and they used the classic version of the title. So this is just classic title and current title. Yep, for the Undisputed. Um, so Gresham- And I think it's... Uh, I think it's odd because they're also using like FTR had the classic Ring of Honor titles. Yes. On AEW, so I thought that was kind of weird too. I don't know why they're doing that. Me either. Uh, I love Bandito. I think he's fantastic. Um, Jonathan Gresham. Hope they keep him around. When Jonathan Gresham isn't just super technical, because he is like a technical wizard, and again, that style sometimes loses me. But this match was fantastic. He is Jonathan Gresham is like five foot four. 
And he's but, so like he's honestly like the male Layla Hirsch. But just so his shoulders are so broad and he's in amazing shape and he just has a million counters and moves for everything. So this match was excellent. If it weren't for FTR Briscoes, this would be my favorite match of the weekend, I think. Um, really enjoyed it. So at one point, you had Bandito, who's the clear, uh, is just a, a baby face. He had Chavo Guerrero with him, and he sent Chavo to the back on his own, which was kind of a unique thing because Chavo was trying to cheat for him, and Bandito kind of caught him, I believe. And then there was a, a delayed vertical suplex where Bandito held Gresham for a minute straight, right? So that's why... There was a delayed vertical spot. I forget which match on WWE. I think it was. I saw one somewhere else was this there? weekend. I don't. And it was uh, hard to like be impressed anymore, right? Because Bandito, not that Gresham's a huge guy, but he held him for a minute. And Bandito's not. It's not like he's like a guy like Cage. No, Bandito though is incredibly deceptively strong. Like despite one of his, those guys, who am is. I thinking of? Who's also like that? Like Hangman. Yep. Or um. I don't know. Who's Hangman's not a bad comparison because they can both work any style as right. far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's, that's who I'm thinking of. And then I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of someone else, but Hangman's the best one I can think of. Because, like, yeah, Bandito, like, like, he looks like a, you know, he's a good size. Well, and he's like a luchador dude. guy, so you're not really expecting, right. like, not to be like whatever, but you don't really expect that from luchadors, I feel like. Yes. And Gresham is just, he's so quick and so crisp. And like at five foot four, if he's even that tall, just he's really believable as a killer. And it's really cool to see. And Bandito's just so quick and strong. They worked really well together. Another match I would highly recommend if you listen to us to sort of cherry pick shows because you don't have time or whatever. This is a match I would find. Um, so overall, again, um, my favorite show that I watched this weekend had probably my two favorite matches out of I watched basically, I would say four nights of pay-per-views. And I think um, FTR was my favorite match, and Bandito Gresham was probably my second. Nothing was really bad. Uh, most things were good. A few things were great to amazing. So I gave this pay-per-view an A-, minus, almost an A. I don't know why not an A, to be honest. Um, but an A-, minus, very strong start to the AEW-ROH union. And I was telling you that if, if ROH gets on TV or the internet or something, that will probably be the time I drop NXT and just pick up watching something I actually enjoy. I'll watch that, yeah, and I don't really know. And then know. that'd be great if you watch it with I think me. it is genuinely a miracle that you are still watching NXT. I'm I'm trying, man. Which? Like great, great. six months at least after I stopped watching it. That is a great segue. Almost six months. And because, a great segue because now I'm going to talk about their uh, pay-per-view offering. Ooh. Or sorry, can I call it a pay-per-view? Probably well, not. Well, a premium live event, all right? How you in the PLE? Them, okay. Yep, that's right. So wow, it, it is stand and deliver. Oh, um, you could call it a pleb if you go premium live event, boy. And you did watch the opening match with me, and I would say that you watched the best match on this show. And that's that, saying a lot. That was the opening ladder match. Um, who all was in it? Rhyme it off for me. Grimes, True. Hayes, Escobar, Waller, someone else. Ah, uh, I know. Um, Sokoa. Sokoa. He was sort of just kind of there in this match, right? I don't. He's probably the least ladder matchy guy in there. Although he took the craziest spot, he took the sunset flip bomb off the ladder onto a ladder, which was insane. Right. Classic. And then the other big spot was Waller going for his like between the leg elbow drop to nobody, but crashing into the ladder. It looked. There's no way that didn't hurt. It looked a really ton. like iffy, but like. Not a bad because like he kind of went through it, but mostly his arm went through it. So yes. he didn't like he took completely it all on his go arm. through it. But like that almost makes it look more right. rough because it wasn't like a clean thing. All the impact you was basically I mean? on like, his arm. It, it looked messy. It looked kind of iffy. Yes, but like in a good way. 
So I thought this was a very good match. Uh, not like an all-time ladder match, but a very fun Not even the best match. North American ladder match. I thought. Um, so anyways, Grimes ends up stealing the win off of a cave-in. Sort of what I expected, right? Because I was telling you, I think, last week that once you get that hole, I'm going to... I'm doing it for my family. I'm going to, yeah, like fulfill... Or like a dead relative. I'm going to fulfill a promise to my dead dad. Like, how do you not have him win at that point, right? You have him like almost win. I'm happy for Grimes. He picks up the win in, again, a really good opening match. I thought it was the match of the night, which is a sad statement because it was the first match. That's um, like um, Royal Rumble 20... Yes. This year's Royal Rumble or uh, Backlash 2018. Right. Because what was it? Rollins and... Miz. And Mitt. No. At the oh, Royal Rumble. Rumble. Was Rollins and Reigns. Ha! They were both Rollins. Rollins who? Reigns. Oh, yeah. That match And then was Backlash awesome. 2018 was Rollins, Miz for the IC. Rollins is a worker, that was, man. No doubt. That was when they had like the crappy Joe Reigns main event, and there was Dana Bryan Cass. Right. And Carmella, Charlotte, stuff like that. Right. Uh, so the next match is Tony D'Angelo taking on Tommaso Ciampa in Whoa, what would be... Well, you refer to him as the dawn of NXT, okay? That, now we do, yes. Which would be Tommaso Ciampa's final match in NXT... I don't even like the matchup because you've got one of the faces of NXT. People could argue like the most important. I don't know. It's debatable, right? Like he's one I'd of the go. I would say like he's I'd on, put Cole over him, and then I'd put Gargano. Over he's on Cole. your NXT Mount Rushmore, he is. right? Probably. He is. Yes, he's one of them. And for so, sure. and he's a serious character, and he's been really trying to give serious, sincere promos, and he's facing a cartoon character, right? Like possibly the cartooniest of cartoon characters on this show. The walking stereotype that is <laughs> Tony D'Angelo. That is the perfect match. Um, And so, whatever. It was a fine match. Nothing special. And D'Angelo won with a basic kick to the face, which I didn't really love. Um, so, D'Angelo wins. Champa, I, And, of course, it is tradition to sort of leave the territory or the company. But, like, do better. But, yes. Like, this match, it was it was probably a little better than fine, but I didn't. I didn't love it. I was a little disappointed. Much, that I feel like there's a lot of better 2.0 talent you could have Champa right. put over. It's Champa. Like, give him an absolute amazing match here in the end, right? Or he um, doesn't even have to lose. I mean, sure, that is a tradition, but... And then, oh, my, I mean, my notes say Triple H came out to make it as much about him as he possibly could, right? Like, to me, you're coming out and hugging Champa. That's great. But do that backstage. I mean, it's nice to see him, but, like, to me, I, I didn't, like, care as much. But then he also cut an opening promo right. on Mania Night 2. Pick one or the other. So I think you can do that backstage and then release that in some sort of, like, you know what I mean? When they do those right, specials like or whatever. Right, that's the first time people have seen him or whatever. So why not save that for Mania? Right. I, by that logic. So I, as a fan of Champa and just a person who appreciates everything he's done for NXT, I didn't think this was the right way to have him leave. I wasn't a big fan of this. Like I said, he's just losing clean to a cartoon character in a pretty basic match by all accounts. And I, I've been positive on some of D'Angelo's matches, right? Like yeah, I've, like when I've it was actually him. solid, you did say this. Right. Show. So I, I didn't love this. But anyways, we then get, I think, what was probably my next favorite match on this card. And that was the tag team triple threat, right? Which had the now defunct and stripped of the titles MSK, defeating Imperium and the Creeds to win the title. Wesley and who? Uh, gone. Don't know. Adolf. In a very fast-paced, entertaining match, I would say it was pretty short, and the finish was pretty was was quite sudden. Are you calling an NXT match short? It, it, it was not three minutes though, <laughs> which is generally what's on the show. So I like this match. Really fast-paced, lots of good work. The Creeds just continue to look really, really good and seem to be just getting better and better. Too bad they're in a company that couldn't care less about tag teams because they, they, they're good. Julius looks like a, a star to me. I like. 
that oh, this was the match standard. where they are this they are the kind of tag team that they'd like at least yes did you see any highlights of the cannonball that i think it was the first time brutus has done it i saw it looked cool actually that, like he just jumped at them in a cannonball yeah jumped up and funny. like he's cannonballing into a pool off yeah. the top to the, to I the floor that was funny. it looked cool yeah um, i think i saw like that clip once so i liked that match it was fun then we get into uh the women's championship match. So that's Mandy Rose, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray. Um, Mandy Rose ended up retaining the title here. The and new I, title. I, and what I told you is what I wrote in my notes. For me, Cora Jade was exposed in this match. Um, I don't know what people see in her. I, and it's great. You can say she's super, super young, right? She's 20 or whatever. That's fine. She's not good. I don't I don't care. I hear people say she's good. She's the future or whatever. I, I don't know, man. She has to improve a lot for me to get you, on board. You can with make that. excuses for why she's bad, but you can't make, you can't say she's good. I think she had awkward moments with every single other person I've in this match. I've seen that with her every time I watch. Her. And what she does doesn't look believable. Now, that being said, she had the highlight of the match and maybe one of the highlights of this show. She hit a, I believe it was a destroyer to Kaylee Ray on the apron. It looked awesome. So. I will give her credit where credit's due. It's just the rest of her stuff looks... She lacks polish, right? It's just nothing... So much. She, what did I call her? The anti Brian Danielson, right? That I believe everything he does and everything she does, but I don't like believe she's like 24. <laughs> That's funny. Like, I get what you're saying, but like to compare her to Danielson, it's just like... It's not fair, funny. of course. No, but I just think that's funny. Yeah, so I, I did not love this match. Mandy Rose won it with her actually a pretty nice looking V trigger or whatever she calls it. I don't know. <gasps> How dare you? But I thought the match was underwhelming because I love EO. I love Kaylee Ray. Um, I think Mandy Rose is fine. Uh, Cora Jade, not a fan. But this match, it didn't really work for me. We then get uh, good old Walter. He defeated LA Knight in my notes, say, a surprisingly ordinary match. Like, I don't think there was anything wrong with it per se, but it wasn't super exciting either. And this is where I'm just noticing, like, the mystique of Walter's pretty much been killed for me already. Like that's when you're noticing. And I think this is probably the least interesting Walter match that I can remember, right? Um, Walter, for me, in an average match, shouldn't be a thing. He should, like, he's capable of just incredible matches. Uh, at shouldn't least, be competitive with LA Knight. I guess the plus side is he got a clean win over an established talent. Um, for me, it feels like LA Knight could be on his way out of NXT, but as of Raw and smackdown he's not right so he's still there which i think is weird like because he would have been like the one that would have put up to like maybe not imperium or raquel okay maybe raquel but i think raquel's fair um and walter to be honest um they could bring him up there and i know this sounds mean because walter's getting healthier and in better shape but I, I i miss like chubby walter he's just so unique right just he's like just it was more intending since this big guy who's going to hit you really hard yes. and maybe jump on you. And just naturally strong and functional strength. Like he's not worried about what his body looks like. He's not a body guy, but he's just a beast. Um, it would be kind of like, I don't know, not like the same, but like Kevin Owens. Like he wasn't right. like in horrible shape. He wasn't in great shape. He was just like kind of like fine. Like and I mean, good for Walter for getting in shape. Yeah. That's great for him, but, but he's not. Don't. Quite, that's part of the mystique disappearing for me because we saw him from what, like 15 feet away in a hallway in the basement <laughs> yeah. of, a, of an indie show yeah yeah and he's a, he looked like a mo he like filled that hallway right so uh yeah i don't know it's just a personal preference i liked the hoss walter better but anyways we then did have the main event which was as you put it uh ziggler su very surprisingly to me defeating ziggler braun breaker trunks so yeah and breaker did lose his trunks at one point because he they weren't 
like I was noticing early on, they weren't as skin tight as most people's because he's wearing a singlet. And then he did the straps down. And at one point, they pretty much came clean off. But um, I wish I'd seen that. But Ziggler, surprisingly to me, at least did uh, defeat Braun Breaker to retain. But I guess um, it was quickly overturned, right? Because Breaker then won the the next night, a couple nights later. What was that? Two Literally nights, two nights later. Two nights later on Raw, right? So um, basically early on in the match, I think it was Rude was causing a distraction and Ziggler ripped off the middle turnbuckle in one of the corners. And that ended up sort of Breaker gets run into that and then Ziggler hit him with a super when kick. When isn't that a factor when right. it comes out? Well, you can't pull it off and not have it happen, right? Well, I guess you could have it happen, Chekhov's but like, when isn't that the finish? Right. Um. It was a good match. Again, nothing really spectacular, but a, a very solid match. I don't I'm not sure that these two have great chemistry, if I'm being honest. And just me personally, I don't know if anyone feels this way. I still struggle with Ziggler as the champion. He's been presented to me as a mid carter who barely wins, like just a guy of no significance. One of those like he's a really good hand, right? Like yes, he's very good he's in the ring. He's always the mid card. And, and like sometimes he was yeah. really good in that, but he was always the mid card. And now he comes down here and he's just the dominant guy on this brand. Well it is fair. It's a lesser brand and everything, but at the I same just, time Braun Breaker's like the blue chipper, right? He's supposed to be the next right. big thing. So I just kind of struggle with Ziggler as the champ. Uh, but a, for a pay-per-view main event, I don't, sorry, for a premium live event <laughs> <laughs> main event, I don't think that this was an amazing um, main event, but I would say it was solid. So, Well, you're talking bad about Dolph Ziggler. Overall, I would say an underwhelming show, especially like I can't help but compare this to TakeOvers, right? Because it's the same company doing a pay-per-view and every single TakeOver delivered. I, even the worst TakeOver was still very enjoyable for me, right? Yeah, and some fair. of them were like, every match was uh, like many of them got a ratings from me in the past right so just literally so my many. for years my favorite thing in all of wrestling was takeovers i'd even like put like the recent takeovers like up like they're good and takeovers like because like even though they, they were in the cwc like even the takeovers that were still yes. in the cwc go over this one which after this is the first nxt show in a normal venue since that is true since takeover portland i yep. think so like and it, it was worse. It was just underwhelming. I gave it a C. I, mean, I didn't watch it. I, I, a C for me, I liked the opening ladder match. I liked the tag team triple threat and everything else. Like Nothing was really bad. I would argue that the women's title match was close to bad. Just Jade took me out of it quite a bit. But it probably wasn't bad. But just an underwhelming pay-per-view. Just kind of there. Like I don't feel like they wasted my time. But they also didn't give me anything to be captivated by, really. So just an average like C show for me. All right, so let's go into what I'm calling rapid fire WrestleMania talk. Ready? I got night one and you got night two, right? That is correct. So I got. The, I will pull up our picks. I got the good night, so that's good. Oh yeah, I forgot we did picks. So, just a quick note, which I think is the height of ridiculousness, that WWE did two hour pre show with no matches. Yeah, that's <laughs> Ooh, not good. If you listen, I don't mean to be rude, but if you watched both pre shows from beginning to end I, I don't know what and enjoy yourself you need to find other things to do with your time I, not even enjoyed yourself if you watched it unless you're a podcaster who has to review it or something or you are being tortured or 
something reviewing you're the being kickoff held captive. no matches oh man i'd like to see like a detailed review of the kickoff with no matches but if there is a hell i'm pretty sure for me my personal hell will be you're watching wwe pre-shows on an infinite loop with no matches <laughs> like I, that's as close to hell yeah as for me it's either that or watching the bump like that's, just like a bump yes. the bump marathon um so the opening match that was marred by an injury obviously is rick boogs and nakamura taking on the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I have the right show, right? SmackDown? Because I don't yes. have a clue, but I was pretty if sure. If it's Bloodline, it's probably SmackDown. So obviously this match was hurt by Boogs, right? Because what was it? He had both of them on his shoulders. He did the spot that I just saw some, I think Sokoa did in the ladder match. And he also screwed that up. Right. So his knee, I think it's his quad and some sort of ligament in his knee is gone. Knee injuries and wrestling go in hand in hand. And isn't it kind of funny... And some people would say ironic, but that's not the right way to use ironic. But he was because they showed us. So what we do, uh, full disclosure, when we're watching these pay-per-views, I have it recorded and we skip a whole bunch of stuff. But because I don't watch main roster, I do watch a little bit of the recap of the feud, right? Just to get a gist of it. And was it not that Boogs was faking a knee injury, right? Yes. (laughs) So I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not funny for him. Obviously, I don't want anyone to be hurt. That's just kind of like poetic justice or it's something it's It's something something. but yeah so he's done probably for close to a year i think i thought the match obviously they had to call an audible here i thought it was an okay match the uh usos end up winning with a 1d i don't know what did you think of i I would say it was just okay but again not their fault right it was fine and then just marred by that right yep um then we get drew mcintyre he defeated happy corbin with the claymore i believe it was the kick the big old kick, kick. um the and a, big old kick and he was the first person to kick out of the end of days that is in my notes right first person to ever kick out of the end of days and then in the post-match he attempted so to now, murder um oh yeah he attempted to murder, murder madcap moss. moss and ended up cutting two of the ring ropes right which then are magically fixed the next match and i don't even feel like moss did a whole bunch to be worthy of being murdered in this He's just match. on the apron right and then i think it's funny like Okay, so and then now I guess end of days is finally on one winged angel level status because technically the end of days is going like unbeaten while the one winged angel had already been kicked out once by Kota Ibushi. So technically, the end of days is better than the one winged angel. It is. And speaking of that, Happy Corbin was undefeated until this, right? Uh, Oh, in one of the honestly, they've been putting that pushing that as like he's undefeated since he changed his name. So stupid. From King Corbin to Baron Corbin to Happy Corbin. Right. He changed his first name to an emotion that reset his record. So, again, uh, here's the... our. Wait, so by that logic, would King Woods have been undefeated yes. when he changed or like Queen Zelina or like anyone? Yes. It has to work for all of them, right? Just change your name and you can go on a Goldberg streak. Why don't you... Why doesn't everyone do that? Every week. Every time you lose, just change your name. Why doesn't everyone just use like... Yet to be pinned. End of days or something. <laughs> you right. change your name every week. I'm yeah. undefeated. Every time you lose, change your name. Yep. Um, so, again, our catchphrase, this was fine, but it didn't feel like a mania match to me. It felt like a middle of a B pay-per-view kind of match. It, <laughs> it Like, this is as complimentary as I get. It held my interest, right? But that's about it. It felt like a, like a WrestleMania backlash match. Kind of, right? Because, um, I, I don't know. Hor- Corbin has a cool move set, but I don't really find him super interesting. And McIntyre's just kind of like... I feel like he's he on was the, cool. He's on the back burner, I feel like. And they're they're he's been saving on the back burner for a year. And they'll reheat him at some point, I think, right? Will but they? I, don't I know. think they will. Um then we get so here's my bias, right? 
I am anti-nostalgia. I'm anti-celebrity in my wrestling. So I'm going to have a problem with a lot of stuff on this show, and this is one of them. It's Me the too. Miz and Logan Paul. And they really? defeated... This was next? I thought there was something before I this. don't think so. Mm. Okay. And we, we fast-forwarded all the ads and things, too. So I don't know. Apparently in the States, when you have Peacock, if you're using the free version, you get ads. And if you're paying for it, they shove whatever else in you there. You can watch this for free on Peacock? Yes, if you have Peacock, I think. You get it free, but with ads. But you're paying for Peacock. It's not like it's free, but like... So how does that work, then? Like, you pay more to get WWE, too? I believe too? so. Ha! And then you don't... I don't know. I'm not sure. Not <laughs> being American, for us, it's still on the WWE Network. But anyways... Ask your American friend. It's the Miz, the Miz. He doesn't watch it, though, I don't think. Oh, damn. It's the Miz and Logan Paul. They defeated the Mysterios and, and another fine... Mysterios. Mysterios, sorry. But not very exciting match involving a celebrity non-wrestler. So did he do a good job for his level experience? Yes. No. He did. And he's a clearly a very athletic person. I, and believe me... He wasn't me, bad, but like something about the way he did everything was like super weird like he was always like i feel like when he did the suplex he was like clutching really tight and like yeah he did his pins really weird and his powers and like it, he wasn't bad but he did everything really weird and i don't want to say anything nice about either of the paul brothers if i don't have to but i didn't think he he's clearly a good athlete right and i think he could probably just charisma wise and stuff and hateability although he they're trying to make him a baby face at the end of this but he wanted to um yeah that was apparently something he negotiated in but Again, this it just isn't what I watch wrestling for. I don't want to watch people that aren't wrestlers wrestle, right? I don't want to watch some celebrity play in an NBA game, right? I, that's not what I'm interested in. By the same token, I don't, this is my thing, I don't want to see 50-whatever-year-old Michael Jordan playing in a basketball game either. I don't get why it's a thing in wrestling. Well, I do because oh, they want money. Oh, an old person and, coming back. Well, we'll get to that, well, buddy. And when you're not making any new stars, right? Like, this is what they have to fall back on is celebrities and people who have been retired and shouldn't wrestle anymore. But anyways, so again, we'll yeah, Paul looked, looked decent here. And then at the end, Miz... So they won the match. Miz hit his skull-crushing finale to somebody, probably Dominic. I don't know. I don't remember. Probably Dominic. But... um. And then at the end, Miz turned on Logan Paul, hit him with the skull-crushing no finale, really for no reason, right? Um, and what we've heard is apparently Paul didn't negotiate that into his contract, that he wants a run as a babyface. So this was, listen, be a heel on Mania, we'll turn you and you can be, even though I don't think it's going to work. People hate this guy. Like, people love to hate him, right? So I don't... He's a douche. I don't know how smart it is to try and force-feed him as a babyface, but who knows? He is charismatic. But he's that kind of guy. So we'll see. Um, and then we get to what was for me the the match of Mania. Like I, this was my favorite match on either show, and that's Bianca Belair. She defeated Becky Lynch to become the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, excellent match. My favorite one of the weekend. Well, of yeah, of the weekend because the other shows weren't on the weekend technically. Technically, so. yeah. No, no, Stand and Deliver was, but it was still my favorite of the weekend. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, actually yeah, Stan and Deliver and in I the think, middle of the same day. I think part of it is because these two actually have a backstory that's not silly, right? That's believable. Like they've had matches and Becky beat her in however many seconds, right? Um it was that at Mania? That was SummerSlam last SummerSlam, year. SummerSlam. Right. So and the fact that they started this match just like that, right? They had uh Lynch. Yeah, hit the that manhandle. that was cool. That was and cool. And so because this is too. This has a story. This has a build that I actually can get behind. Which I think can be also said for the next match, which true, which didn't have a completely stupid build. Again, not like the best, but still not realistic, stupid. right? Like it's not a cartoon. It's believable. So I don't know. I just 
thought this was a very strong physical back and forth match. I really got into it. I was pretty much captivated by this match. I'm really, really happy for Bianca Belair because I was afraid they were sort of had decided she's not like a top, top tier. She's like a After tier what below. They did, actually. So this feels like they have recognized what they have in her because I think she's just an absolute superstar. She's She's been a can't-miss star since she really started developing in NXT, right? I think she's fantastic. This match was awesome. I really, really enjoyed this match. Yeah, I remember she was like always pretty talented in NXT, but it's really nice how she's become pretty like polished all around. Yeah, and again, she's everything, right? She's an absolute it's powerhouse. It's one of the rare call-ups that actually... Yes did really well from worked. nxt she might be she might go down as one of the most the most successful nxt graduate I, I, unless you count the shield yes which they kind of you kind of could i guess yeah because then roman reigns takes the cake but yeah i thought this was excellent what about you yeah i liked it i mean i always get into this rut where like it was good <laughs> but i can never really call it great because i just don't like the main roster style it's true but it is different. i do think like for them for wwe i think this was great i think the build wasn't completely stupid i didn't I haven't loved some they parts history, just from what right? I'm observing, but I think on the whole, it was a solid build, and I think the match was pretty good. I do like, I think the start to call, calling back to that first was match, cool. which was a screw-up, I think that's that's good use of that screw-up from SummerSlam, right? right? Like, so tease us, let really us think that's happening again. Right, I think that's really smart. I think it was well-worked. I think the right result, I think that's really smart. Um, I'm happy for Belair. Me too. Now she's won both the main roster titles. I really True. wish she had won the NXT titles, and she would have triple-crowned that. Yep. But She's I think awesome. that that's really cool for her. Um, so I think that's pretty good. I think I might have preferred the next match a little more, but I think it's definitely like one of the better matches of the weekend. I think that's definitely debatable, and that's a fair yeah assessment. It's one of the only two good matches on the weekend. We can uh, agree. for sure say that. Yes. Um, and that was Cody Rhodes making his surprise, quote-unquote, because everyone knew it was happening. Um, Worst kept and secret. And again, this story was simple, right? That Seth Rollins doesn't have an opponent sort of thing. And it started out great because so... It, this dates back to the Reigns Rollins match, which I loved. Um, probably like the only main roster match I've loved this year so far. Yes, I and love that. Match I thought too. that was great. I think I still think like while I like this match, it was still the wrong spot for Rollins at Mania. But I digress. Um, <laughs> he basically got a consolation prize for that. Uh, Lashley was defending the WWE title in the Elimination Chamber match. His consolation prize was a spot in that, so that sucked. That Lesnar won that, so basically then he was trying to get a spot in so him and owens had formed an alliance kind of going into that and so then they made a run for the tag titles that didn't work there was somewhere along the line rollins face owens trying to get the ko show spot that yes. didn't work he tried to beat styles to uh face edge again didn't work basically he kept jumping through these hurdles and then vince said you could just ask me what to give me opponents so then vince chose his opponent vince chose cody rhodes cody rhodes resigned cool hey. Fantastic match. Too, he's got his downstate theme. He's got his gear. That's his one of entrance. my notes. Yes, like he's got. The, and they're going full in on an American Nightmare that they literally just poured him from AEW. And I think we can point to this as the first like Agreed. AEW to WWE yep. jump, which I think is really crazy. Like, I think they probably give him a lot of money. I want. To me, I feel like Cody would have had to get something else besides all that money. Like, I would liked, and I, and from what I've seen, it's like a very complex contract. I like, there's like a lot. Bet you there's a. It's pretty complicated, I've heard. There's a big championship promise, I would assume. Yeah, right? and I was thinking like some sort of creative control, but I don't, I don't know. His dream uh, is to win a major title that his dad could not in WWE, I think. Which was his raw promo. Yes, and I then, think like, that's true. I've heard like his contracts are super complex and stuff. Like yes. It's like a crazy document. So that's interesting. I, I'm just surprised like he actually went for that. So yeah, you're right. Not only is he the first like get from them from AEW, but very interesting that they kept his 
character intact because WWE doesn't really like to acknowledge that other places exist. Well, I guess because it's like I don't think they want to. Because I think I think it's like dashing stuff or like undashing was good, but like I don't think like they saw that as like top card. No. So I feel like they've seen him in AEW and like this is top card and this is what people would want to. It so felt I feel like, like a star it's here. Like, it's like this is like if they're gonna main event Cody, this is the main event Cody that they would Correct. use. I think it's also more interesting because he was a backstage like he was like EVP in AEW. So I think right. it's even more interesting that he jumped. Yep, and and that they're acknowledging, hey, AEW did something cool, so we're gonna keep it the same, right? At least for now. Almost um, like not quite the same because they made AEW made some changes to it, like but like what you were saying with Malachi Black. Yes, like Malachi brought his WWE character basically over, right? And changed, right, and then just changed it, made tweaked it, better. it a little bit, yeah, and added people with. But them. this is literally porting the AEW character, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. No, I'm no, saying that's literally what they did. And believe me, I love to hate Cody, but this match was fantastic, right? Like I yep. thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, so this like, Rollins wore like a blue and black ear, which was pretty good, but it's no white Rollins. These two matches back to back is what Mania should be to me, right? Like these are wrestlers in their prime having lengthy fantastic matches so um that's what made nate night one easily my preferred night of the two these two matches specifically um even i feel like then otherwise it's kind of a toss-up yes it would be and early i'd say i (laughs) based on what happened on the second night i'd probably get the slight edge to night one anyways yes um and then even early on right he the little nod to stardust he did the cartwheel yeah, and, and then the he little, did like the, the thing. gesture, whatever it is. I like that. Yeah, I so, meant we should have gotten Stardust. That, let's be honest. Right. Um, so both men at some point in this teased hitting a pedigree as well. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. And it took three crossroads, right, to eventually put Rollins down. But Cody Rhodes obviously does get the win here in his WWE re debut, I guess you would call it. And yeah, just a, a very excellent match. Amazing reaction for Cody, obviously. Um, coming in with his AEW theme and everything. So, excellent match, making this hour of Mania the by far the best hour, right? These two matches, this is your best hour for me. Um, a lot of people loved all of the nostalgia stuff, but... Or the comedy. Oh, my God. Celebrity oh, stuff. yeah, you have night, too. I don't have to talk about that nonsense. But people love that. Wrestling's supposed to be fun, bud. Anyways, we'll get to that. Except but when it's not. Then there was... I don't know, man. This match... The next match did not hit hit for me at all, and that was Charlotte Flair. She defeated Ronda Rousey with a big boot by the end of it, and she retained Which the was SmackDown like Women's a Championship. Finished used a few times. I remember twenty sixteen. I still don't get it. Yeah, it's not. Um, I I I don't know, man. I don't know what it was. I could not. Maybe it was the fact that it was following two super hot matches. I struggled to get into this. It felt it just felt kind of flat to me. Yeah, and I've um, never really cared about Rousey. Like I no. definitely did not like her for a while. But like credit where credit is due, I did come around on her a bit by yes. the time she left. I still don't think she's the best. I still think you could look at UFC turned wrestler and say, hey, here's Shayna Baszler. Yes. But like, I still don't think she's the best. I, I don't think like it was just it just kind of fell flat. Like it just, there just was not a lot to it. No. You could literally point to two matches before where you had like a banger of a women's match. And it's just like, I don't care about Charlotte. I don't care about Rousey. The build's just been kind of meh. Agreed. And it's not even like. Like, there's potential here. There's two points where you could point to history. I remember there was, like, the... Remember when Becky got punched by Nia Jax? So Charlotte was yeah. her replacement? Yeah. They had the Survivor Series match, which they might have talked about, but I didn't see it capitalized on a ton. And then you also had the build to Mania 35 main event with Lynch. Remember when they were in the police right. cars and there was, like, yes. that stuff? Like, 
it's honestly stuff like like you could build off this stuff 2019 2018 there's this stuff that yes. they they had and i don't like i i don't know i wasn't really paying attention too much but like from what i've been like because i always keep tabs on it i no didn't see that capitalized that. Right. on a ton so I think like sometimes there's they not a lot to there's just not a lot to this sometimes they I'm think their fans won't remember right but then they'll do a callback in the the becky lynch max so like which right. is it right Are right we... and what's kind of annoying is like I think Belair should have won the Rumble again. Right. Like, she got that spot anyways. That would have been super cool for her. Yes. Like, to be, like, the first, A, two-time Women's Rumble winner, B, two, first back-to-back winner. That would have been super cool. Yes. Um, It would, and they just, I don't know, this didn't... And, like, Rousey felt, could have returned to Chamber then. I don't it, know. It felt kind of insignificant to me. And the one hi- highlight, which is a low light, is how badly oh my Charlotte God. Flair botched Andrade's moonsault thing, right? Where he... Goes yeah. for a top rope moonsault, lands on his feet, hits a standing moonsault, but she missed it basically, right? And she needs to stop trying Both it. Times. She's botched yeah. it several times. It's like now. we get it, you're married to Andrade or against Andrade or whatever. Like just drop it. Because he does it amazing and she does not. He's great at it. But anyways, then we move into and it's the this thing. Like just don't do that. The um main event, which is where <laughs> we're gonna probably be uh unpopular opinion or so, hot takes because people seem to love this yeah and we skip you skip most of the segment right because the segment yes. portion of this was pretty lengthy it was and i'm gonna preface your coverage of this by saying i don't sleep a lot during things you sometimes you do, do not i do i don't you, i actually don't fighting like it hard napping and i i was fighting it hard yeah i was partly because like we started late but like yes. also just like it was like dark and I was kind of tired and it was just like kind of laying on the couch like and you just don't want to see this and I just didn't want to see it like it was one of those times where like my eyes kept closing I was just like trying to fight it I was just like I don't sleep during things no. I don't do that and I was struggling not to here like yeah. I was genuinely struggling and you know I don't use this word a lot I pretty much hated this and I <laughs> I think I hated this and then what they did the next night too so and we're again most people love this and they're gonna say oh you guys are just wwe haters which we are but, but with we reason. just praised two matches right we just praised two matches so i'm just telling you my opinion and if you yes loved it- i hate the majority of it i will admit i do i don't like the main roster style i will say that every time but when it's good where credit give credit where credit is due if i enjoy right? something i'll tell you but exactly. i don't i don't need to see exactly. a retired wrestler in his 50s main yeah, eventing that another thing for me is i hate to say this but it's different from goldberg I don't want Goldberg back. I hate that. At least he didn't really retire. At least they've done that before. But Austin is right. one of the few that stayed retired. And you lose a bit of respect now because it's like you came out of retirement. I'm happy for Kevin Owens because I'm sure this was a dream come true for him. And it's a cool and spot for him. him but yes. I think it sucks that it had to be like this because I feel like Owens is the kind of guy who deserves like a main event spot. Like because him and Jericho were supposed to have the universal title match at Mania 3, something like that. But like, the fact that it had to be like this, that just kind of... And Owens just sold and sold and sold from... I was impressed that Austin took a suplex on the floor. I was not expecting that, for sure. Yeah, it's kind of like, I remember when Cage powerbombed Sting. But yeah, but like when he... At the first little bit where he was like running to the, the barricade and stuff, he remember was so he was gentle. Remember he stomping at like a snail's pace? Oh my god, so slow. That was like... I think he got brutal. better as it went on, but like it kinda, Yeah, but still like awful. It kind of played out exactly how you would expect, right? Um... I just didn't, there was nothing that interests me about this at all. And this being the main event is just further evidence that main roster is just not for me, right? If this is what you think that your fans are anticipating Let me, the most. Let like, phrase it like Steve Austin main evented WrestleMania 
in 2022. Mm-hmm. Nearly 20 years after his last WrestleMania match. This is 19 years after his last WrestleMania match. Right. And he's wrestling with a shirt on, and he's a shell of himself. This is now, in, he's in his 50s. Jean shorts, gray goatee. He did look slow to start. I thought it did get better as it went on. But, but not good. Like, this is what has taught me, and, and I'm going to own up to my own bias. I am pretty much utterly devoid of nostalgia. And it might be somewhat counterintuitive because i've been watching wrestling since the mid 80s so i watched all of this and i just don't care to see it again i feel like it's also like i am i'm like correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like also wrestling it kind of is different kind of thing right because like it's just gonna like keep going i feel like it's like like if i were you like i feel like something like spider-man no way home where like they bring me in toby Maguire again i feel like that's like cool and it's like yes it's like and it was good and like they do they did one time but this is like it's like wrestling keeps going right so there's always a new crop it's like you're taking away it's not like toby mcguire is like replacing right someone up and coming it's right. like austin's taking a spot from like and he's could have put belair and lynch here like and he's he, not 55 playing a 25 year old right exactly Which is what austin's basically trying to do here yeah exactly like and it's, it's like not something it's like a bad way. and i feel like that's like the case with uh, wrestling it's like when they do this when they do this with like goldberg and austin and stuff like that like i feel like he's just like it doesn't work in wrestling. And yes, the Attitude Era was cool, although people like people even then they romanticize it. it. People talk about yes, that's the word I'm looking for. And if you go back and actually watch week after week after week of Attitude Era as it was presented, there's some awful, awful stuff in there. Because I listen to, I highly recommend it. Um, it's the Attitude Era podcast. Where it's they, like one of those things where like there's like a lot. There was like there's some garbage. When it in was there. really good with austin like and honestly i'm not that era but like were awesome just based on what i know i feel like it's like when it was really good like when dx was good or like when austin was good it was really good austin mcmahon was awesome you're you're kind of bypassing this really bad stuff and not just really bad stuff but some of it's really of its time yes there was some stuff that does not hold up but right so i i don't know i just because i don't want to see this i'm, I'm fine and with letting their eras caveat and stars here was go. it was no holds barred so True. that's like their way of saying like be, right yeah and it was that's just a just, brawl that's just kind of lazy it was, it was so bad at least he hit a decent stunner in this match yes <laughs> oh, that is coming up for sure so this just left me feeling annoyed right and i was i was so tired correct me if i'm wrong I, well you were asleep so you might not have noticed but i was like moaning and groaning out loud because just yeah like, no oh. i was like i was fighting it yeah um, it was so bad so i thought pretty much everything about this was predictable um, yeah. once the match was announced and i enjoyed none of it if i'm being honest so it sounds like you feel the same. I enjoyed none of it. I, I was literally were, doing my best not to fall you were asleep. Half asleep. That out. is the way I can put it. Is I was half asleep, you were. and I cannot say this enough. I don't sleep during things. No, you like don't. I watch stuff. Like Survivor Series last year was boring. I watched that. Yep. Like I, I watch stuff. I don't sleep during, and I was half sleeping. So if this. you ever suffer from insomnia, we know what to do. Right. Get put this on. Fire up <laughs> oh the network. Like keep me up super late and just put on this match yep. <laughs> like it was, it was so bad so this show for me um i'm not going to go through each one again two excellent matches and a bunch of other stuff right that didn't move the needle for me at all so this was a c show as well right you can't just put the two matches that were on it were great and maybe i could bump it to a c plus i would say i'll give oh, it a C. Plus. i don't think i could but um not a great show just kind of average it was there it existed i watched it and then it ended and i moved on okay you're being kind of nice here so i'm gonna be meaner um well so for the first match it's not really their fault so you have like a couple of fine matches i feel like the smackdown women's town match kind of 
fell flat, and you had like a mass celebrity match. You're right. And it, you kind of get saved by these two good matches that I like, but then you like plummet deep down. You end with this. At the end. So I'm going to go C minus because that don't... was horrible. I. I almost fell asleep during that. I don't that's think that's something unfair. I'm not gonna forget. Like it's like the comparison. Like I'll, I'll I'll remember loving that Royal Rumble match with Rollins and Reigns. Like that was like I was like in the moment because I think they, it was so like fun. literally that later that so show they it felt like they're doing everything in their power to undo that. But like in the moment, I'll remember like I thought it was an amazing match. I still think the match is great, and I also thought the booking was so good because I was. thought the book and then. They kind of did everything in their power to undo the booking. But point is, I thought the, in that moment, the match, the booking was awesome. And then this is just like the polar opposite. Yep. It was like an absolute stark contrast. Like it was just awful. It was, it was a slog. All right. So I guess that brings us to looking at night two, which is your problem, not mine. I just get to sit back and relax uh... and listen to you talk about. You already know we preferred night one over night two and we didn't like night one. So guess what? So. But anyways. It can only get worse. Yeah, go. You can go quick because we it's don't. It's like need a we're ton falling down a horrible mountain. It's like it's not like you can go back up. We're just keep. We keep getting worse. Yes. Um. We kicked off with the Triple H promo. He retired. You skipped. Put it. his boots in the ring. We skipped it. Great job. I did skip it. Yeah. Don't so care. So we didn't see it. <laughs> I'm um, sure we started it was with the RK Bro uh, defending the Raw Tag Titles against Street Profits in Alpha Academy. There were a couple of bits where Montez Ford hit a dive to the outside, and then Chad Gable hit a moonsault to the outside. Yep. There were simultaneous DDTs by the by Archie Bro to Street Profits. There's a big near fall where Ford hit uh, Gable with a blockbuster as uh, he was in an electric chair from Dawkins, basically an electric chair street sweeper, ripping off the street sweeper. Right. I did not appreciate that. Uh, the finish comes when Riddle took out Ford with a springboard RKO with Ford on the top rope, and Ford oh, right. hit Gable with an RKO, and... As Gable came off the top rope to mid RKO for the win, that looked Champs good. Champs retain. Then Gable Stevenson came up for some reason. He got it was Gable versus Gable. That that was stupid. Yep. Gable Stevenson sucks. He's not that impressive looking, right? Like he's no Brock Lesnar, that's for sure. Nope. But I actually thought this match was pretty entertaining. I thought it was fine. It was just like there's like a lot of action all over the place. So I think it was like, I think it's what you'd want in the open. I think compared to the night one open, I think it was solid. Like I don't think it was anything great. I'm I didn't trying to love think it. if this because I'm kind of going off the but cuff for this. But, I, yeah, same. I so don't this remember like been, a ton. I'm I'm gonna see, but it might have been my match of the night. It'll, I'll refresh my memory. Oh as man, we go. that is such a low bar, but right? I think so. Right? <laughs> I didn't even like this that much. No, I thought it was like I thought it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Was fine. it but I think it was like fine. Like I think it wasn't bad. I don't think it was great. I'd give it better than fine, but um, it wasn't amazing. That's for sure. <laughs> Oh man, I think you're right too. That's so sad. Right? Oh, I mean, I'm gonna have to see once you. I'm looking like through the match list right now. I think that's pretty fair. That's pretty gross. That is gross. It's not even like uh, Rollins Reigns at Rumble where it's like, oh man, I love that, and then they peaked early. This is like, like, it was pretty good. It was solid, and then they they peaked early there. Yeah, you peak at solid. That sucks. That's too bad. This is supposed to be the biggest show for the biggest company in this sport. Speaking of solid, someone who's pretty solid is probably Big Guy Omos. Oh my God! Taking on Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I actually like Bobby Lashley's tights. For the first time, he wore like a half and half color tights. Like half right. of them, it was black with red logo. Half of it was red with black logo. I like that. I thought that was a cool like. Cause so far, he's worn black tights with gold logos, black tights with black logos, black tights with white logos white tights with black logos and finally red tights with black logos yes yeah, so are you avoiding talking about this so epic now match? is that what you're half doing half and half colors i feel like that's what you're doing a little bit but i actually did like the attire i think that was cool if they made a figure that i would definitely get that one because right. i think it was pretty cool 
Um, so notable things. If you can I even don't call think that. there's a long list of here. I'm guessing. I actually have seven. Just kidding. No chance. <laughs> no chance in hell. That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Omos caught Lashley and launched the former champion from his shoulders. It was like the f- thing where he has him in a fireman's carry, and, and because he's and big, him. he just drops him. Yeah. Because he's tall. He is tall. So by that logic, gravity. He is big. Yep, gravity indeed. <laughs> yeah, gravity does the work. Yep. Omos had Lashley in a bear hug. Lashley fought out, and after attempt many attempts, he had a suplex. I guess that's cool. <laughs> Notable for Omos. I guess that's yep. cool. Um, Omos got Lashley in a bear hug. There's, there's that's... your submission. Uh, but Lashley fought out. Af- uh, I put that again. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, the finish came when he hit a spear to the back for some reason, and then another spear. Yeah. Went. And then on Raw, MVP turned on Lashley to go with Omos. So well, Omos they, needs they actually viewed Lashley as a babyface here, which I think is yes. weird because I think we can all say babyface Lashley sucks. Yes. Um, And now he doesn't have a mouthpiece. Lashley's actually not as bad on the mic as people think. Omos um, needs somebody, sucks. obviously. Omos sucks. Um, I yeah, guess this was giving bad. him the one thing with him, giving him MVP is at least MVP can talk to him. But I feel like it works with Lashley because Lashley's good. He can back it up. This is just like I'm going to assume bad. this is Omos's first loss as a singles guy. I would. Yeah. Assume. So this is bad. Omos can't do anything. He is like to call he him. He can't do crap. To call him limited is kind. I think. Right. That's kind. It yeah. is kind. I think I've seen Andre the Giant do more. Uh, Andre the Giant when he was well past his prime was like. Well, that's probably not I think true. He even, was awful too, but I have. I think even then he was better. Like even that crappy underhook suplex they hit yeah. Hogan with is better than anything. Omos. Have you seen Omos take any bumps beside that suplex? No. no, he just he just drops people repeat in various ways. Yeah, he used the Punjabi plunge, the the name the move from Great Khali. That's the state of things. With him. So this was. I mean, mercifully, it wasn't very long, but it certainly wasn't interesting. I did not bad. enjoy this one either. Lashley bad. or Lashley. What a difference a year makes. Last year he was in an opener, which. Not an ideal spot for a world title match, but the opener, you're still starting things and off. And the Hurt business was cool. And yeah, and he he was defending the title against McIntyre. Like, that was cool. Now he's at this. So yep. that sucks for Lashley. It was bad stuff. Speaking of bad stuff. If you offered me $5,000 to tell you what was the next match, it's like I've blocked this out of my mind. Okay. It was long enough away now. Oh, do, you, do you know? No, I have no idea. Okay, what's your guess? I don't even know what was on the card, to be honest. I, I remember, is this the... Is this Sami Zayn? Yeah. Oh, nailed it. Nice. Five thousand dollars, please. <laughs> <Cha-ching, cha-ching. laughs> okay. Wait. Tell me. Okay. Other than Pat McAfee, tell me one other thing that's on, on the card. Uh, what else is there? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's all just I'm traumatized by it. I think. Do you remember? The, like, yeah. At least there's the main event, right? Was there more tag teams on this? Yeah. I thought so. But um, who? Come the on. Usos already fought. You can do it. They already had that. Oh, uh, we already saw RK Pro. That was the opener. Yeah, who's left? Uh, I don't know. The, the women's tag match. Oh, obviously. okay, women's tag. <laughs> Got it. Got and it. also the New Day squash and AJ Styles and Edge. So this... So next we have uh, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville and anything goes. Just call it no DQ. Why do you have to like give it another name? Welcome to... Remember what did I say when we were watching it? This was Home Alone. It's Home, okay. a- Home Alone meets on s- um, Double Dare kind uh, okay, of. Okay, so like. on, when I was um, gathering... Uh, the notable spots from CBS Sports, credit to them. Yep. They called it, it was basically a Looney Tunes cartoon in the form of a wrestling match. Yeah. And it, felt, also it felt Home Alone, right? Where Yeah, it's just like a bunch of traps and stuff. He like, is, what's his face? Knoxville is um, 
is Kevin. Kevin McAllister and Sami Zayn is take your pick of Harry or Marv. It, because that's what I want in wrestling. And again, I like because it's been I I normally don't w- listen or read anything before, but we since it's been so long, I did see some people's reviews and like this was very well received. Remember, I told you someone's like, this is. This is how this is what wrestling wrestling's supposed to be fun and this was fun. So what was my example of fun wrestling? Do you remember? Uh no. The um, Stadium Stampede one. Yes, right. Yes, that That's was fun. fun. That was fun. This is not fun, dude. No. This is this is This like, is just like This is embarrassing. I think this is the this, word, what I would call I would call it mind numbing. It's just like it's like I'm a 5-year-old child. It's like it's making me dumber, I feel like. And if you're like if mo- if your mother or your brother walked in who aren't wrestling fans, they'd be like, "What the hell if are you watching?" If anyone walked in, I would what be embarrassed watching? to be watching this. This is not fun anyway. It's like you had like a giant mouse trap, like a male stripper guy, a midget guy. A giant hand swing out and hit you. Yeah, there's like a giant hand, there's mouse trap, like just a bunch of stupid stuff. Table with mouse like, traps on it. Yeah, it was just like it's like it was so stupid. It was just really stupid. It's like it was Looney I'm Tunes. An idiot. That's fair. That's yeah. a fair comparison for sure. It's like, it's literally the epitome of them thinking we're idiots. And I was groaning a lot out loud on this one. This was almost as bad as Austin. I feel like, I don't know which one was worse. I think I what happened this. later this was, is worse. This but... was longer, so I think this was worse than Omos. Because Omos... I was saying Austin. Oh, Austin. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, probably this, because I love Kevin Owens, so I got to give it. I like Sami Zayn too, and he's really Ooh. proud of this match and said it's one of his favorite oh, poor matches. Poor Sammy. Like, but. um, that's what I'm saying. Like, did nothing with Owens or Cesaro mean anything to him? If this is up there, yeah. So that sucks. Anyways, I'm once again neglecting my duty. Um, so Wee Man, the little oh, person. Oh God, I forgot that. Attack Zayn and hit a body slam. The, he had his and, whole Kogan slam and Andre moment, they the say. The movable object meets the irresistible force. And again, I, I mean, I'm kind of obnoxious in this way. I don't know who a lot of these people are. I'm aware of Jackass. I'm a little bit too old for it. Like I was telling you, your uncle, who's significantly younger than I, I'm sure, was into Jackass. And I'm aware of what they do, and I've seen some things. But I, What does this have to do with wrestling? I, I don't think it's fair for them to assume that I know who all of these sidekicks of his are, because and, I don't. The I know thing who is, like, is. you're saying, like, like I feel like some people that they're watching, like, maybe a bunch of people will know them, but, like, you, we keep saying, like, you're, you're saying, especially with NXT, but I think it could be said for everything. The target demo is kids, or even, like, yes. teens, like, no younger than me, perhaps even my age. Who this... knows who Jackass is? I hardly knew Jack. The one thing I knew about Jackass is that they were supposed to face Umaga at SummerSlam right. once. And did this hook you in then, bud? Because you're the demo they want. No. <laughs> Opposite. And like, it's like, what child knows what Jackass is, right. likes Jackass, or cares about Jackass? I don't. Other than that, it might have been funny to them in the moment, but like, what's that draw to this before right. you see the match? You know what I mean? I agree. So, anyways, there's the body slam that set up a Knoxville tornado DT for near fall. Knoxville knocks Zayn off the top row by pressing a button that set off Pyro from the ring post behind him, so he got knocked off. And then this Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner. It is. (laughs) It is. This built to Knoxville throwing Zayn from the top rope through a mouse trap covered table at ringside. The mouse trap. To no effect. The mouse traps didn't even do anything. So, like, I wanted him to get up, and he had a bunch hanging off of him, right? That would have been something. Right. And then Knoxville used a giant mouse trap to pin Zane and get the win. The, that kind of malfunctioned, right? Like Knoxville ended up catching himself in it as it was closing. Kind of like, like as the thing was swinging, kind of clipped him. Right, and it didn't look like it was enough to 
hold anybody in place and technically your shoulders aren't on the mat so i don't does that matter i i mean for the sake of i can't tearing believe this match apart but yes <laughs> i'll say that so technically this match is never over of all the things that happened in this match that's what i'm worried about right? <laughs> yeah that's what you should be worried but yeah about, it was right? awful it things. was horrible i hated it and people loved it so it wasn't fine. fun it wasn't funny it wasn't interesting it wasn't a draw it wasn't entertaining it wasn't good uh johnny knoxville looks stupid and yet again he was bad a celebrity on there and who wasn't on this card finn balor couldn't get a payday the u.s champion no Ricochet neither mid card this is the first time neither mid card titles have right. been defended on the show neither but, of them are here but we're gonna get vince and stone cold and knoxville and logan paul and somebody else some other celebrity i'm missing i don't know I don't who'd you you got paul knoxville austin i think that covers vince. it coming up mcafee even oh yes mcafee that's the other one i don't know if he's like a celebrity still but he is he has a I, huge sports I actually, podcast. that reminds me i was playing 2k19 and for whatever reason i think it was like some football reference i don't remember why but they actually mentioned pat mcafee and keep in mind that game out came out in 2018 right so that's like way before mcafee so i thought that was really interesting i was like oh my god they mentioned pat mcafee because he was football right so it was yes. some football really mentioned that. so i thought that he, was really interesting he has a huge a podcast and he's a big enough deal that vince lets him kind of say what he wants because he has enough money to be like you can threaten to fire me i can walk away and my i'm generationally wealthy anyways so he gets a lot of uh a, a very Leeway. long leash from vince <laughs> for whatever reason but anyways carry on with this nonsense uh next what was we next? get uh carmella and queen Zelina vega oh, God. The champions defending against the women's tag titles the most prestigious mm-hmm. championships in all professional wrestling for bar sure. none for sure it's a career maker um, these belts they defend against the three realest teams in history like you know how enzo's own always going like realist guys in the room realist teams in the room for bro. sure um so it's Rhea ripley live morgan uh sasha banks and naomi boss and glow connection <laughs> yes i and picked this one Shana i know Baser it will go back. and natalia um you could go like fight and something <laughs> i don't know because fight and play were basically taken oh okay uh combat and heart heart because <laughs> heart i think i didn't like this match if i remember correctly uh, well i based on the current trend i'd say you probably liked it at least it was actual wrestlers in a match right so any notables for the most part anything at all um selena hit morgan with the code red but ripley broke the pin setting off a stretch of everyone hitting big moves right finish your fast um morgan ripley hit simultaneous tower doom spot to other people oh yeah opposite corners right most convoluted stuff yeah cooperation i find it very hard to believe that Liv morgan is the bottom of a tower right. doom like ripley sure yeah sure but natty Liv sure. morgan natty Baszler, Baszler, sure. yeah yeah not Liv morgan 120 pound Liv morgan throwing three people off the ropes you don't believe it <laughs> maybe not okay it's at least better than Selena Vega. They picked the second worst option. I find one Tower of Doom to be a lot of cooperation for me to accept, yeah, let alone two. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I think sometimes it's done well, but yes. I feel like... If it, it happens is... quickly, it's when it's there shifting around and getting ready, and it's like, one, two, three, you know what I mean? Then I'm like, yeah, it's it just like taking like 20 seconds. Right. And then when you're doing that, on, on like you're mirroring it, it's like, it's pretty weird. Yep. Um, but so there's that. Uh, then there's like there a big run, and then so uh, they hit Naomi with a riptide onto Morgan's knees. So that oh yeah, that was kind of interesting. That was alright. Yep, I thought that was. And okay. Naomi hit like a weird face buster on the Banks' knees. It looked kind of oh yeah sketchy, and so Banks and Naomi win. 
Yeah, I picked it. Yeah. We'll go back to our picks. After. I purposely didn't pick it because I didn't care. Yeah, there was a lot of us I, being like, don't care, I'll take I one. literally picked Baszler because I like her, and yeah. I didn't care to pick it right. Yep. Because you could see who was coming. Yeah. Which I find funny is that they were the original challengers. But right. I guess because Carmela and Zelina suck, you'd throw them in oh a four-way. God, Carmela and Zelina. Like, I liked... I don't know, man. They Zelina Vega was amazing as Andrade's second. I thought they were just a perfect act. And then they, had they to decided she needs to wrestle. wrestle. Yeah. Right? And on NXT, they used her perfectly because she would hit like that one. Hurricane like, Rana from the apron. Right. And that was it. Well, the ref wasn't looking. And that was basically it. That Anyways, was like her thing. It's like a classic. Such a good package. She was like a classic manager where it's like, she's like a good, she's good on the mic. She's like. She's kind of and she she whenever the rest of the looking, it's like I hate to like bring him up, but it's like Cornette always brings in the racket, like that's his yes. thing to interfere. It's like he's got a she's got a signature thing to interfere. And she, she came wrestles. across as having like business savvy and smarts, and was actually helping Andrade, right? And they were just a great combination. And then right. they decided she needed to wrestle, and that's not what they should have done. But anyways. yeah, it was stupid. Yep. Um, next we get a letdown. Uh, well, actually, I didn't really care for it, but it was still let down. Uh, Aegis Styles versus Malachi Black. Oh, nope. Edge. It's um, dollar versus... store Malachi Black. <laughs> what, what did I see? It was called Wish. It was <laughs> Wish.com. It was the Wish.com. Yeah, it's Malachi Black, Black with Undertaker lighting. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't mind this match, although I think probably on. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I just didn't really like it. Because they're both talented guys so i i just felt like it kind of bored me too much i i feel like it should have kept my interest more than it did still i mean and i'm not saying it was great but it would be the only other candidate for match of the night other than that opener <laughs> i guess it has to be right uh, that's i didn't even like this that much either i thought this this under delivered like i was expecting yeah that's it i'm in that ballpark maybe a little like more like, it would just kind of fell flat a bit for me right um so there's like a Styles had like a torture rack, blue thunder bomb for a near fall. Um, Edge was able to get a LaBelle lock, but Styles escaped again, and then he had like a submission that was focusing on the shoulder. I think Edge was going for a leg, and then Styles was going for a shoulder, or is the other way around? <laughs> I can't. That's a detail I wouldn't I don't remember. Um, Styles notes. drove Edge in the ring apron with a superplex. Nearly resulted in a double count up, but Styles had a spring before 50 when Edge got back in the ring, got a near fall. Um, so Styles going up, gearing up for the final forum. Damian Priest was just standing there, yes, looking that's right. in the ring. He didn't even do anything. But Styles was like, "Oh, there's someone distracting. else here." Yes, must pay attention. <laughs> oh, there's a tall goth guy. Oh my god, the eyeshadow or whatever yeah. eyeliner on Damian Priest, like, do better. <laughs> that's fine. It's um, a choice. And so the delay, Edge mid or speared him, which I could have seen coming from a mile away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Edge wins. Yeah, I cool. mean, he's got a different theme. And this is now him starting this faction, I guess, with Priest in it. So, yeah, I mean, probably a good match, but I don't, it's not like a main it event. Was okay. It's not like a WrestleMania standout match, right? It, it was good enough, I guess. It, it was fine. It kind of stood out on this show because I couldn't stand most of it. I don't even think it, it did because I just I didn't care. Yep. Um, New Day versus Seamus and Rich Holland. This lasted like a minute. Uh, Kofi oh, Kings. 100 hit. seconds. What Trouble the heck? in Paradise early. He. Uh, nearly beat Holland seconds in the match. Also, him and Woods were wearing singlets for Big E, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, they was looked cool. stupid that in them, a... but I thought it was still and cool. And they got squashed on, uh, on yeah. WrestleMania. Butch distracted the ref. Sheamus hit Woods with a broke kick. Holland hit Northern Grit to score a win. It was super short. I didn't care. It was super fast. And I'm not going to really talk about it that much. Pete Dunne's character is like 
he's a wild animal and they are just barely controlling him or something, right? Like he's a rabid dog and like it's all Seamus can do to He's just like a psycho pet. It's uh disappointing, man. It's disrespectful. He is so good. And I thought his most recent run in NXT, like I was he was actually a good promo because that's what I thought was always missing. And then there and was like he was in way better shape too. Six, seven promos in a row. I'm like, this guy can actually talk, right? So I, they've just Again, and he survived in 2.0. Just unraveled everything that he put together in NXT and just make him a joke within two weeks of being on the main roster. He's a joke. He is. He's a joke. He looks like a joke. He and he's is a incredible. Joke. Imagine him in AEW. Oh, my God. Or Ring of Honor. Yeah, he's awesome. He is awesome. He could single-handedly get me to awesome. watch anywhere. I will watch wherever he's at. He was awesome, past yeah, tense. He was. Yep. So this was a, a, a literally less than two minutes. So what could I possibly say? I was shocked. Um, We've already talked about it longer than the match one. Yep. So it was a 100-second squash. So good for yeah. them. Uh, and then? Uh, is it main event time? Okay. Tell me we're there. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory is up next. Oh, yeah. So not quite. Um. So McAfee came out to Seven Nation Army and offended me greatly. Because Jack White is my favorite musician. White Stripes, my favorite I will- band double on that as well so i mean it's one, of a my, good, one of my namesakes it's a good that's right it's a good choice because the crowd gets into it right but and they must have paid big money for it so hopefully that goes to it has to go to him yeah yeah of course the royalties go to him yeah so that's good for him i guess but it just like i was just like i heard that coming i was like what is, is that actually at first i thought it was off i was like is it a remix but no it was no. definitely it and then i was, was just a like, legit version i was disgusted and confused and i was just like <laughs> i was just like ew like and they never pay for music no never like the last time i remember them doing that is cult of personality right that's like ages ago that was ages ago like maybe cody now but like Mm -hmm. ew it was just gross i was just like pat he had a theme from nxt right it's not like He's never wrestled before. I've seen him wrestle two times, and he had a theme. I feel like this is him going, I want this, and them giving him what he wants. But It was just, like, so disgusting. It wasn't even the worst part about this, but it was just, like, so gross. Mm-hmm. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Anyways, keep moving, because I think your brother uh, and mother are almost it done. It might have ruined that song for me. No, They're still eating? That. Yeah, they, they, wow. she texted me saying, Bloody hell, we're an hour in, and we just ordered. Jeebus. Wow. All right. Well, we're talking verbatim. about it on the air. I'm, I'm again neglecting this because, okay. So I think you've seen a pattern now. When it sucks, I'm gonna try to not talk about it. So let's, yeah. So get, hurry up. We gotta get this over. Um. So Mac got to a hot start with spinning elbows and runs to keep Theory on the defensive. He wants trademark spots. What are you like? He gets pushed out the top row, backflips, lands yeah, on his feet, leaps back cool. up, hits a superplex. Yep. That's all right. He scored a win with a a roll up counter to the ATL. Um. Or I guess now it's A Town Down, which I don't understand. That. So again, like, well, whoa, 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 carry on. McAfee taunted Vince McMahon, who was at ringside, and now we get Pat McAfee versus Vince Kennedy McMahon, baby. Amazing. The genetic jackhammer, mm-hmm. who's steroidal, I assume, and this still is steroidal. Like, talk about not needing to see it. Yeah, um, theory handed McMahon a football, so they they did a bit like. McAfee's just bumping around. Vince is like doing the bare minimum. And yes. if you thought Austin was Please doing the bare minimum, something. this is like the bare minimum. Right. The absolute bare minimum. 
And he, so Theory handed him a football and he punted the football into McAfee as he was prone on the canvas. Stupid. So it was like weak sauce, pinned him off of that. Yeah. Cool. Um, after the match, Steve Austin's music hit and so Cole marched the ring, got in his face. <laughs> I'm picturing it already, this, the, the, what you're going <laughs> to um, talk so about. So Theory tried to jump Austin. He took a bunch of right hands and stunner, which he sold the crap out of. But which then. People are always like, <laughs> that's so great. I'm like, it was cool, but it's like, whatever. And then that was Austin McMahon. So they, um, there was a callback, I guess, if you want to call it that. And then he get, they shared some beers and then. A lot okay. of beers were, were being drunk, oh drank, my God, drinking. So Drunken. I think also they did that last, the, the previous night, yeah, too. they did. Drunken. There was tons of beer. Um, uh, so And then he um, drove the four-wheeler kicked, after drinking 20 beer. He kicked him in the gut and then uh, kind of lost <laughs> Vince. So, Vince fell down so, and struggled to get up. So, like, he, he kicked him in the gut and Vin, he kind of lost Vince. Like, Vince kind of stumbled down, kind of, like, leaned against the ropes. And then Austin's, like, trying to rein him back in and then hit the <laughs> weakest-looking stutter yeah. of all time. I implore anyone who has not seen this to please go find it. It was the worst stunner of all time. We laughed and There's been some bad ones, but this was, like, I think the first stunner Vince ever took was pretty bad, and then the last stunner he'll take is was um, really bad. Like He also stunned Linda once that I remember being pretty bad, too. Ooh, I think this is, this has to be the worst it stunner ever. Bad. If anyone sees this, this is the worst stunner ever. Go look at it. It was so bad. And you know what is the best part is that, Vince is so insanely proud that that will kill him. Like, that will cut him to his core. So I'm actually botched, glad it happened. That he botched that so badly. Because there's no way he walks out of that thinking that went well, right? Like, he knows that was <laughs> yeah. garbage. So then, that's fun. No, <laughs> that's the only upside. Yeah, that's the Austin highlight. shared beer with McAfee. He, he took a stunner while spewing beer as he took it. So it's the classic, like, you drink the beer, you spit it out when you take a stunner. Yeah, it's, these people are idiots that keep thinking they're not going to get a stunner right because that's what he literally what he does to everybody yeah as like, an anti-hero but yeah this you, was even of like a senior citizen anti-hero that's pretty funny so we got all my favorite stuff we got a non-wrestler wrestling in mcafee don't call him a wrestler he's had a couple matches he's not a wrestler he's not bad for the amount he's done but he's again not a wrestler. that's not what i'm looking for and then we get super ultimate nostalgia in a 70 whatever year we old get man. vince mcmahon wrestling the ultimate treat and then steve austin coming out again so this was like everything i hate just packed into oh, one it was so bad 10 pounds of crap into a five pound bag kind of situation i'd call like 25 pounds of crap in that bag yeah so i dislike this especially like the mcafee match itself whatever um, it's pretty sure i feel bad for theory for being involved in it because i i i actually came around on theory like yeah i think he was pretty good i still love theory and gargano versus dun and lorkin from yes, last year i still love match. that um but i think theory was good i think it sucks because like and so they kind of reheated him after this he pinned balor in a six-man tag so maybe they give him the u.s title but that like, seems to be pretty meaningless. Yes. Um. But anyways, like they could have plans for him. Like he's a good NXT talent. He's he's pretty good. But like, and so I feel like this is just like a crappy spot for him. Like in theory, ha, uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I swear. I swear. In theory, like being like Vince's guy should be good, and that should have been good. Yep. But then they did this, and right. now that's not good. Horrible. It's like a big back curse and now i'm gonna just segue right into the main event do it reigns lesnar number insert big number here mm-hmm. uh unification match for the big titles yep which are identical to each other just recolored so that's fun one of them's black one of them's blue sweet uh lesnar close on reigns over the top row falling into the floor 
he allowed himself to be distracted by chasing down Paul Heyman for some reason. Right. Um, when Reigns speared him through the barricade, I'm, I'm that glad they're, I'm done, glad yeah. they're venturing out of their comfort zone, going yeah. into some new spots. Because I, I'm been getting kind of bored. Where you just do a spear in the ring, or he spears him through the table, or he spears him on the outside. Like at least they went through the barricade this time. Yep. You know, Very I actually fresh. forgot to mention on the hard cam side they had led around the barricade corners they did i'm surprised they resist the urge to do like a spear to the led barricade too expensive yeah but they've done that through the stage before true so i just think that would have been like if they did that would have been like oh that's actually cool but they didn't nope uh rain started a spear caught caught an f5 for a near fall rain's caught at lesnar's face to avoid another f5 um there he speared him which sent him into the official so Ref bump basically, you know, with a low blow and a belt shot, two count. Lesnar went for an F5. Reigns slid out, hit a spear for a sudden finish. Reigns is a double champion. The finish was sudden. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Right? Roman like, kind of came belts. out of nowhere. Bloodline, two belts. Yeah. I, um. So now Reigns has two belts that look similar. Again, just different colors of the same belt. This match was actually pretty good. Maybe this is the match of the night. I keep kind of changing my mind. This probably was. Um, uh, a pretty sure. good pretty good match between these two like lesnar's matches are never we super long monday i think after mania so i was half paying attention to this because i'm pretty sure we watched it during dinner and the finish was sudden like i don't think it was a bad match and i, I don't know if it felt like a the, the biggest, main main event they on were the calling it like show. the biggest wrestlemania match right. of all time this is literally the same thing they did with edge and orton where i feel like it's like it's a fine match Right, it's not like don't close horrible. it up because you got to review who are our picks. Right, um, it's not. It it wasn't like a horrible match, but it wasn't like great either. It was blown and away it by Rollins. Definitely wasn't deserving of the no, of the billing. I think it's kind of that's kind of karma coming back to bite them in the asses. They had the opportunity to give Rollins oh and Reigns God, here we go. a big it's spot. Rollins rant again. Or they could have done a Just Rollins Reigns. People, you've heard this twenty. Rollins Reigns Lesnar triple threat, and given Rollins a good spot, but they didn't, and Rollins still they do not see their Seth asses. Rollins at that level. I've told you this a thousand times. But he they've is done like, that before. He is like and they could do it again. They won't. Rollins he, is he's a notch one of the below. Best ones they have. He's like between a good hand and the 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 guy he's just somewhere in between there he's a notch below but anyway Rollins I, should still beat reigns they could still do it SummerSlam this year okay great for I this show that. we gotta I wrap said this up man. SummerSlam last year but we're, uh, we're pushing two hours and okay so am i going night one we already did night one right? we did night one uh okay so the vince crap was really bad really really bad i'm gonna but and then this so there's nothing for me and then the knoxville i'm gonna i'm gonna say it was worse so i'll go a d that was what i was thinking this is a d show there was nothing that i would say go out of your way and watch it there was nothing i would ever watch again there was stuff that i thought was awful and then there were some matches that were okay to good and that is enough to earn you a d on the biggest show of the biggest company in this sport quote unquote so yeah just a super lackluster wrestlemania i don't know what consensus is with other people if you want to let us know we'd love to hear from you but i strongly dislike this year's wrestlemania i will go to bat for the things that are really bad so if you want to disagree with me i will strongly disagree with you yeah i think this is like people are saying like oh this felt like wrestlemania again did not like i would say stuff like corbin or like the the night one opener like the butch stuff oh right pete dunn yeah um like that was like there's a lot of stuff that just felt below mania and then there's stuff like 
the the celebrities, the old people, that just sucked. It yep. was really bad. It was disappointing. Um, like just as a whole, did not feel like a good meeting. So we'll go over the picks again. Yep. Um, and just keep score. It's gonna be too much to finger tally. So just keep score somehow. Gotcha. Okay, so McIntyre Corbin, we both picked McIntyre. So we're even. Yeah, we're at. Don't um, worry, I got the score. Don't I got the tally? Okay. It's just gonna be even or up one or whatever. Go ahead. Okay, so. Uh, King, the squash match, you picked that, so 2-1 you. I'm up one. Just yep. just trust me. Don't keep tallying uh, it. Usos, Nakamura Boogs, we both picked Usos. So I'm up one. Uh-huh. Just trust me. Um, the Miz and Paul versus Mysterios, I picked that. So we're even. Yep. Uh, so Rollins versus Mystery Person, we picked Cody Rhodes for the, the appearance and the win, so that's... We're even. Still tied, yes. Um, we got Belair Lynch. I picked that, so you're up one. Uh-huh. Um, then we got Flair Rousey. That's you me. picked that, so even, <laughs> even again. Um, we kind of picked the the Austin thing. We both picked that, so we'll just keep it tied. It doesn't even. Really matter. Yep. Um, so we moved to night two. Uh, you picked the women's tag. Up one. Yep. Um, we both picked uh Zayn to win. Up one. Uh, yeah. Me, so still, um, <laughs> we both got the. Raw tag title match wrong, so me up we one picked still. different picks and but wrong. We're wrong. Up one for um, me. We both picked Omos to win and we were wrong. Me so up, one. up one. We both picked McVie to win that. Me so. up one. Yeah, uh, we both picked Edge, so we're both right. Oh, and who's both the picked win? Reigns and I am right. your WrestleMania champion. Not that's not really a feather <laughs> in my cap because I did champion of a bad mania. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Um, but wow, dude, we talked a minute. Or, sorry, an hour 45. Imagine if we tried to do the full show tonight. It would have been like four hours long. Yeah, that would have been super short. So I think we're going to wrap up here, and then we will try and when we get home tomorrow. I don't Episode think we'll 98. Be, I don't think we'll be home super late. We'll do a second part of this where we'll talk about AEW Dynamite and NXT and trivia and figuring it out. So we'll hit all that stuff tomorrow. We'll call this episode 90A. And part one. F- from the hotel. Oh, ooh, we're pulling a mania. This is night one night of one, exactly. episode 90. So our first time broadcasting from the hotel, so hopefully everything sounds okay. Let us know if you have any feedback for us. We'd love to hear it. FNSWrestling at gmail.com or on Instagram, FNS underscore wrestling underscore podcast. Or leave a comment on YouTube if you're one of those folks that listens on YouTube. Anyways, it's uh, we do appreciate any time you spend listening to us. And be sure to check back again tomorrow wherever you found this. You will probably find a part B from us. So again... Thank you for your time and your listen, and we hope you have a great night, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, take care.